0: The
1: it's the J. Rouse Show, coming up next on the TGR's Radio Network, dial.
0: The following is rated TV M-A-L-S-V. It contains strong language, violence, and nudity. It is intended
2: only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised.
0: Spoken. Okay. Can I ask you a question?
2: Yeah.
3: You gonna take me home tonight?
0: Just let
1: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best. Hey,
3: hey, hey, good and If you're
1: ready, map of the South. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am first very honored that you would join me tonight. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away.
4: Hey, how are you, Kathleen? You know what? I'm
0: going to make you do what I do.
5: Man, what's crack a baby? What's crack a laggin'? It's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown show. Don't
4: try to call me, me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch.
0: Say what?
1: Back in my days, they used Bayer Aspirin for contraceptives. The gals put it between their knees. Forcing women to have an ultrasound before an abortion is justified because they already made the decision to be vaginally penetrated when they got pregnant. The agenda of Planned Parenthood includes sexualizing young girls through the Girl Scouts. The vast majority of abortions
0: are matters of lifestyle convenience. A woman impregnated through rape should accept that horribly created gift the gift of human life.
3: Accept what God has given you and make the best of a bad situation. Why should the government force you to insure for contraceptives?
1: Forcing women to have an ultrasound before an abortion is justified because they already made the decision to be vaginally penetrated when they got pregnant. Back in my days, they used bare aspirin for contraceptives. The gals put it between their knees.
0: If we're going to pay for your contraceptives and thus pay for you to have sex, We want you to post the videos online so we can all watch. A woman impregnated through rape should accept
3: that horribly created gift. The gift of human life. Accept
1: what God has given you and make the best of a bad situation. These aren't our words. They're all real things said by prominent members of the Republican Party. Judging from their comments, the GOP must have a serious problem with women. And until the Republicans get over their issues... We women have got a serious problem with the Republican Party. Funded or political action is responsible for the content of this advertisement. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
5: The Serious side of the J. Rouse Show is coming up next right here on the TGRS Radio Network online radio at its best.
1: You are listening to the TGRS Radio network. Network, 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 network. No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out.
5: No more, boys will be boys.
1: No more, I'll say something next time.
5: No more, why didn't she tell anyone?
1: No more, she was flirting with him. No
2: more, she's too smart to let that happen.
1: No more, not my problem. No
6: more, he didn't mean it.
1: No more, why doesn't she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more, she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more
0: careful.
1: No more, we don't talk about that.
0: No more bystanding.
1: No more ignorance.
0: No more excuses. No more. No more. No more. WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you if you've been drinking, get a ride. Take a cab. Find another safe way to get home. Cops all across the country are cracking down on drunk driving. They will see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over.
1: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best. I'm telling you, I am first very honored that you would join me tonight. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away.
4: Hey, how are you, Kathleen?
6: You know what? I'm going to make a do with a do, baby.
5: Man, what's crack a baby? What's crock a It's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown Show.
4: Don't try to call me me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch.
1: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
5: Good Sunday morning to you, folks. Welcome to the series.
2: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has kicked off the Summit of Southeast Asian Nations at a gala at a convention center in Manila celebrating the group's 50th anniversary. I look forward
0: to having constructive and substantive discussions with you, Your Majesty, your Excellencies, in the upcoming meetings, let us start on a positive note with tonight's celebration of
2: a for 50 years. Duterte greeted President Trump and other regional leaders one by one as they arrived for the event. The Philippines, the last stop on President Trump's 12-day Asian tour. Trump will attend both the Summit of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations and an East Asia Summit. But as Michael Sullivan reports from Manila, his interaction with President Duterte will be attracting attention. The most anticipated meeting will be that of President Trump and the firebrand Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte. A chance to hit the reset button on a long-standing alliance under strain recently due to the Philippines' pivot toward China and Duterte's distrust of the U.S. The foul-mouthed leader's relationship with former President Obama couldn't have been worse, Duterte famously swearing at Obama ahead of last year's ASEAN summit for his alleged criticism of Duterte's controversial war on drugs, which human rights groups say has claimed some 13,000 lives. President Trump is not expected to address the drug war, publicly at least. Instead, the two men are likely to focus on trade, mutual security concerns in the South China Sea and North Korea. For NPR News, I'm Michael Sullivan in Manila. A cargo ship loaded with tons of supplies is on its way to the International Space Station. The private company, Orbital ATK, successfully launched the ship this morning from NASA's flight facility on Virginia's eastern shore. Yesterday's launch attempt was scrubbed after a plane strayed into restricted airspace. Turkey is denying a report that it considered abducting a U.S.-based cleric to face charges relating to last year's failed coup. NPR's Peter Kenyon reports the denial comes in a statement by the Turkish embassy. Turkey wants the U.S. to extradite clerk Fethullah Gulen, who has denied Turkey's charges that he was behind the coup attempt. But Ankara is rejecting a Wall Street Journal report, alleging that it took part in discussions to forcibly remove Gulen from his Pennsylvania compound and bring him to Turkey. The embassy statement says, quote, all allegations that Turkey would resort to means external to the rule of law for Gulen's extradition are utterly false, ludicrous, and groundless. The Journal reported that Special Counsel Robert Mueller's investigation discovered that former Trump National Security Adviser Mike Flynn and his son were offered as much as $15 million to kidnap Boulin. Flynn's attorney also denied the report. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. And you're listening to NPR News. Coming up next on The Serious Side.
0: Fox News host Sean Hannity dismissed the allegations against Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore on Thursday. Several women have now told The Washington Post that Moore initiated sexual relations with them while they were in their teens. On his radio program, The Sean Hannity Show, Hannity said he doubted that the accusations were true. He said, you've got the establishment, and they hate Roy Moore. According to the Washington Post, a woman named Leigh Corfman said that when she was 14 years old, then-32-year-old Roy Moore initiated a sexual encounter with her. Hannity's co-host said the sexual relationship was consensual, and Hannity agreed.
2: Big night for Democrats, and nowhere was the victory sweeter than in the closely watched race for governor in Virginia. Democrat Ralph Northam decidedly defeating Ed Gillespie by nine points, 54 to 45. You see there, Northam ran on a clear message tying Gillespie to President Trump. Here's what he said in the concession. He said he didn't meddle. He said he didn't meddle. I asked him again, you can only ask him so many times, he said he didn't meddle, he absolutely didn't meddle in the election. Now the President goes on to say this, Uh, he said every time he sees me, he says he didn't do that,
0: and I believe him, I really believe him when he tells me that, that he didn't meddle.
2: Welcome to the Serious Side of the J. Ryle Show, with Dr. Princess Odilia, Mr. Jerome Esprit, and Mr. Elias. Now, here is your host, Jay Ryle.
5: Good Sunday morning to you folks. Today is November 12th, 2017, and you're tuned to the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio. That? of course, Like the man said, my name is Jay Ryle. I never share the stage by myself. Let me introduce you to. The very lovely, the only lady that's on the cast, actually, she's the host of the True Purpose Development Show, she's the author of the book, Pregnant in the Spirit, and she's also the host of a show called Transforming Detroit, let's say good morning to the very lovely doctor, Princess Delia, good morning, how are you?
3: I am well, good morning, Jay, how are you?
5: Doing outstanding. Glad that you're here. Uh, the call in number is three four seven eight five zero one two seven two three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Mr. S is on the road. He'll call in as soon as he's available. And of course, our good friend Jerome is free from FruitRadio.net and the man who brings you on a weekly basis, on a need to know basis. Uh, he will be here after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. But until then, you have me and the good doctor. So uh, please. Pray for me as we uh, continue to uh, do what we need to do. <laughs> also, you can reach the show. Uh, you can send me an email. I send the show an email. You can send it to the TJRS Network at Live.com. The TJRS Network at Live.com. You can send your emails and your responses there as well. Like You can always contact us through the numerous uh, social media sites that we monitor throughout the course of the show. And if we know the rule when Mr. Elias is not here, uh, usually the chat room is not open because i I have my hands full dealing with production items. So, you can hear us. We appreciate it. If uh, I apologize if the chat room's not open, but um, we know that my main man, Convena Man, is usually up in there. What's up, Covina Man? Also, to uh, also, what's happening to St. Clinton? usually drops in and a whole host of guests. So, thank you guys for being here this morning. All right, listen. Today's show, the weekend review for November 12th, 2017, we're going to talk about everything that took place. You know, during the era of Trump, it is really, really and truly hard to just pinpoint three things to talk about. So we're just going to have a running conversation about everything that happened. You heard the post. We talked. You know, we're going to talk about what happened in uh, Virginia. We're going to also talk about what's happening in Alabama with this sexual uh, predator that's running for the Senate, uh, Roy uh, Roy Moore. Uh, that's a disturbing story. If you have teenage daughters, it really doesn't matter whether you have daughters or sons. Just to listen to what's happening in Alabama is just horrible. Then we'll also have conversations about the tax plan. We'll discuss that as well. And we'll talk about a whole host of issues. Plus Trump continues to be besties with the Russians. Uh man, I tell you what, if that doesn't stink to high heaven, I don't know what will. All right, three four seven, eight, five oh one two seven two. Let's get the party started. First up, I wanna start with the sexual harassment uh claims, uh what's going on with uh, you know, uh, former Uh, Judge uh, Roy Moore. He's the, uh, the the Republican representative for Congress. He's the Republican candidate in a runoff election that's about to happen here within a few weeks. And if you haven't heard the story, what happened is three women have come out and accused this man of sexual harassment back in the day. And so when he was in his 30s, there was an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old, but more disturbingly, a 14-year-old female who claimed that this man Mm. had inappropriate relationships with him. And what you're hearing Mm. in the Republican Party, so here's what's happening in Alabama right now, that there are people in Alabama who are going to still support this guy because they do not want the Democrat to win. So think about this for a second, Dr. Princess Odea they are going to support a man who's a pedophile. Now, one of the things they're saying is that this this seems suspicious. You know, this happened 40 years ago. All of a sudden, why is it coming up right before the election? We don't believe it, you know, whatever, whatever. And then there are some out there who are saying, well, you know, the 18- or 17-year-olds, if it was consensual, then we're fine with it. So a Mm -hmm. 32-year-old man. With a fourteen-year-old teenager, and the story goes, he was a young prosecutor back then, and he saw the young girl, the fourteen-year-old, on the bench with her mother, and uh, he came outside and told the mom, "Listen, I'll you know you don't have to take her now. I'll watch her while you go in and fight your custody battle. She don't need to hear that stuff. Leave her out here with me." And eventually, he ended up taking her on a date where he pulled her pants down, and pulled her shirt off, and rubbed her breast through her bra never had sex with her, but the bottom line is he went through this thing. And then we heard this guy on Hannity this past week when they were interviewing him, he talked about the fact that, well, you know, if I dated a young female, they would, you know, I mean, I really asked their mother's permission before I did. Let's just start right there. What do you think about this nonsense and the fact that there are Republicans in Alabama who will support this guy because they don't want the Democrat in office? What's the you? Well, we lose going to
3: No, no, no. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I'm okay, there. <laughs> I had it on mute. I apologize. But it's <laughs> sad. And so why they didn't say anything, maybe they
5: didn't feel it had a need. Well, no, no, let me, let me something? step in because I, I know that you're so busy during the week. Let me tell you the reason. This is what happened. Basically, they never came. They never went public with it. What happened was a group of reporters from the Washington Post tracked them down. And they had oh, thirty wow. people to collect to, to, to collaborate the story. Right, uh, who verified 30 sources verified the story, saying that it was true, including the mother, including the mother of the 14-year-old. Now, this woman I think is in her 50s. But the bottom line is, is that they never came out. There were reporters that actually tracked them down, and they were reluctant to give their version of what happened. But the, rep- but the reporters were like, "Okay, tell us what's up," and so they were able to get this information from them. Now, go ahead and make your comment, because the bottom line is this wasn't politically motivated, and that's what you know, uh, Roy Moore want you to think he he said the obama clinton political machine is after him and this is so suspicious and there you go so now make your comments
3: Mm. well the the point is about you know the fact that they've come out at all and the fact that this is his history and if he's never been tried with it he's never there's there's been no reform for this guy. So for them to say it was it was years ago and because it's years ago we shouldn't look at it. Absolutely we should. Okay, the fact is he did this. He's never had to he's never had to to deal with the 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 ramifications, no remorse, no nothing and if he and him denying it now is is also an indicator of him still that's him. That's who he is, I mean that what what has brought him to change? nothing apparently, and this is sad, it's sad, and you know what else is sad is that if we look at our history now, we've got the same you know we've had challenges with our president who had allegations against him, and it seems that our American people they don't care because we have our president in office, and he's had those situations and and it seems to be okay. They, they went right over that when he was going through uh, the campaign. Like, it was nothing. It was, it was, it was horrible. So, I mean, it's sad. It's, it's horrible. He should not be afforded the opportunity to even run. Like, where are the stipulations here? You know, it, it, should, be, it should go beyond the, the political stipulations of, of your criteria to run for any type of office. But what about the, the, the domestic situations, the, the, the just normal, the moral. moral, the moral stipulations? Yeah. I mean, it seems like we have no moral value in this country anymore that it should even be paid attention to. And it's sad. That's sad. And it also sends a message to people that are um, guilty of these actions and, and allegations to go ahead and do it. You know, you have you're not going to get in trouble. It's not it's it's hypocritical to even even put people in jail for it because we have we have officials running running our country and our communities who are clearly guilty of these actions, and it's sad. It's it's very sad.
5: Yes, yeah, a sad state of affairs, three four seven, 8, 5, 0, 1, 2, 7 2. Let's bring in the smartest man in the world, the one and only Jerome Esprit from net, and the man who brings you on a need-to-know basis every Sunday right here on the TGRS Radio Network on the Serious Side. Good morning, Jerome. How are you?
6: Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you?
5: Well, it's just another day in the land of Trump. Uh, You know, bottom line is that every week we come on this show, Jerome, we say, man, you know, this is the lowest of the low. This is the lowest of the low. I dare he. Oh, I can't believe this is going on. And every time we think that we've topped, you know, last week's lowest of the low, something else comes up. Now, you you had Republicans in the states saying, well, you know, look at what happened between, you know, Mary and Joseph, you know. Uh, Mary was a was, a, was a, a carpenter in his 20s, and um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Joseph was a carpenter in his 20s, and Mary was a teenager, and they, they produced Jesus Christ. So what are we talking about here? Why are we concerned about what's going on with Roy Moore and these young females? That's how Jesus got here. Man, I always think of you when I hear nonsense, and I just can't wait to get your Input and get your, you know, what you're thinking on this whole thing. So, man, give it to me, man. I've been waiting for this all week.
6: Well, you know, I, I don't. Um, you know, when even your when you paraphrased earlier about this, we think that it's the lowest of low. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. think that, right? Because right. even in doing news, I actually tell you the lighter side of news. I mean, right. I don't tell you all the bestiality stories that are out there. I don't talk about the, you know, I do put some of them out there. I don't talk about all of the teacher sex with children stories out there, and and um, you know, a lot of people, you know, in, in conversations that I have, it shocks people when you say, you know, European culture or or. Cultures are different as far as how we see relationships and stuff. And that stuff, you know, I know we'll get into black-on-black crimes in a minute where somebody will say, oh, black people do this and that. This is not even comparable. And I think that what Trump is is doing in their administration and what Republicans are doing, they're far beyond a double standard. There are people who can accept that type of behavior because that behavior exists in certain areas of society that we don't talk about. So for him to say, you know, and I've heard the argument. You know, I know what Louisiana's age of consent is and what Alabama's is, right? So you're well, like. It was
5: 19. You
6: were 16, huh?
5: Is it 19? I thought it was 19. Is it 16? It's uh, 16. Oh, boy. Well,
6: back then, they raised it up. Oh, okay. but, but when that happened They were like oh the 80% was 16 Like that was okay That still is sick You know what I mean And so they they put things To the letter of the law Saying yeah it may be wrong But it wasn't against the law Kind of stuff all the time And especially when it comes to Non-people of color <laughs> You know They, they would yeah. walk this type road But it's more than, than that When we talk about um, political parties and attitudes, or that hard 30% of people who ignore everything. Like, you know, the people who will cut off their nose to spite their face, the people yeah. who are racist, and the people who are sexist, and the people who are just really conservative. You know, the fake right. evangelical, um, white supremacist part of, of the church. Those guys yeah. will let this stuff slide long as you hate the other people, long as you point to others. Because if you look at it, think about and I know I've talked about this before. It is disturbing to me that Democrats are so doggone sensitive. Right? You had a guy okay. resign from office for taking a picture with his shirt off. Yeah, right. You got yep. guys on the Republican side, you know, thick, looking up under stalls at men's airport or at the airport in the men's room.
0: Yep. You got right.
6: sleeping with girls. And you, we know the allegations with the guy who was um, the. I don't think I don't think he was a billionaire, but he did have millions. Who used to take the trip mm-hmm. with young girls, and they would go out into international waters. And, you know, when he was tried and got sentenced to jail, they were saying, you know, in his book of famous people who were on the ship with them was people like Donald Trump and all of them.
5: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Right. And so we see Donald Trump act like he don't care because he don't care. Right. And so we can't be shocked. And this country, it's, it's not an issue of the whole country feeling this way. The thing that gives us a reprieve in life is that with um, the women, and, and all it is, don't talk about Democratic agenda or Republican agenda, with the women who did not want Hillary Clinton in as president, when they started flipping back, you can keep the same Obama agenda. agenda, and the women who are going to pendulum swing back to the Democrats are going to blow those fools out of the water. Only thing that we should be amazed by is why they voted for him in the first time. But they're going to swing back. So when we look at what happened in Virginia, when we look at what happened in Maine, when we, just this past election thing, that wasn't a fluke. White women are pendulum swinging back because this has just gotten too sick. It got too blatant in everybody's face. The stuff that we all know that go on, it's okay as long as nobody's talking about it And now the Republicans are Flaunting that So a part of Outside of the political climate We're talking about um, cultural differences Things that was going on behind Closed doors and now people feel empowered To call them out on it Because even with Trump doing the election having all those women Come out and um, Him saying you know grabbing women By the crotch and stuff That was not a deal breaker on the Republican side, and you needed a climate with somebody like Hillary, Hillary that was polarizing enough that it wouldn't make a difference. So, you know, I, it's going kind to of pendulum swing back, but that gives me no comfort in this country. That the fact that the undercurrent um, of, of attitude in this country is that they don't people don't really care about minorities or racism or sexism or neo-Nazis or Ku Klux Klan, they don't care the only thing they care about is that if people who don't look like them get something they make them the enemy of the state and we need to deal with that
5: <clears throat> yeah uh, it's uh, interesting 347-850-1272 2, 2. but Dr. Princess O'Dea before we step out of here just want to I just want to get it from a woman's perspective there were women in Alabama When they've redefuted them this past week, saying, Well, I don't really believe it. You know, the bottom line is he's a righteous man. And, you know, it happened a long time ago. I mean, these are the same type of comments women were making when they voted for Donald Trump. When the Billy Bush uh, uh, audio came out, oh, you know, it was boy, it was locker room talk. You know, so women are dismissing some of this. So, what do you say to the women out there? Who are playing into this? Because if women are not outraged by some of this nonsense, I mean, who the hell else should be?
3: That's right. That's right. And, and, and it's sad, too. I, I've thought about that. Like, where are the women? Where is the voice of the woman? And it seems like we've afforded and allowed for so many things to just be okay, you know, and make excuses. We've always made excuses. Um, and I, I mean, we're talking about as a whole in, in terms of the United States, but just just talking to, to women on a daily, women are in relationships that are being that are abusive. Women have fathers that are abusive. Um, women are you have mothers who don't say anything to the to, to the little girl who jump in the man's lap and the man does what he does and and we figure, not we, because I don't figure that way, but a lot of women figure that it's okay. Did he penetrate? Well, if he didn't penetrate, he's just a man. I've heard that. So, you know, there needs to be a reform in just the perspective of, of a woman. What is what is what is acceptable and what is not acceptable? Um, it, it, it's sad. I, I mean, Jay, I don't even know what to say. Cause for me, there's no excuse. And because, I mean, my daughter was touched. I was touched by a family member. And the same thing happened in the family. They just kind of push it under the rug. And, well, you know, they look at, well, he's, he's a good guy. He's providing for your aunt, so you're okay. You know, and it's not okay. You know, and it puts us, it, it makes the woman silent. I might as well not say anything because nobody's gonna do anything. And if I say something, then they're gonna all look at me as if I'm wrong. And then for some women, I, I assume that it makes them question if what was done to them, or it, it makes them question what is acceptable and what is not. And and that's sad. So, I mean that that really it, it comes down to the the, the mother, the parent. Um, Really, really making a, a making it a firm foundation of what is acceptable, what is not from a man. A man has just been allowed to do whatever, and it and it really demoralizes um, the value of a woman. It, it it really is is not good. It's not good, and it's sad. It's not good. It's not good for a man to touch you, and and that's not your man, and you didn't tell him to touch you. I don't care how. Um, it you know some some women feel like they didn't get attention elsewhere so they take they take some of those advances as an attraction and as something good. It's like you know they think the guy likes them um, It's not good for them to just say anything they want to say to you and and you know <laughs> rape you. I've known women to be raped and marry the person. But when they started off the relationship, the the man was strong, went aggressive, and took it, and they ended up liking it and and basing it on the character, and then get surprised when the man, you know, starts fooling around or messing around. He has no he has no filter, and and yep. our country we don't make it so. We don't make it a a, a <clears throat> priority. It's not a priority. Woman is not a priority. It seems like we're still back in the back in the day just stay in your place and and the man can do whatever he wants to to you. Yeah. And you have got to it's fight a... tooth and nail just to 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 get some just to get justice for for the injustice yeah. that that takes place in this in this area.
5: Yeah, it, it's a sad. It's really a truly sad. Anytime a person says, well, uh, you know, I have to get you know, if I did date someone young, I got the permission. Of their mother is just You know that's just you know listening to that Statement alone makes you wonder You know what the hell kind of nonsense Is this and once again when you think It can't get any worse It it always finds a way To get worse it's just uh, Another chapter in the world In which we live the land of Trump All right, listen coming up next It is time for In four minutes or less Something that you really Need to hear and this morning we're talking about the tax plan. We'll talk on the other side. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Rowell Show.
1: The House Ways and Means Committee will take up the bill this Monday to give get business analyst Jill Schlesinger's here to break it all down what this tax overhaul means. For your family, good morning to you, Jill. Good morning. So let's start with the brackets, going from seven to four already sounds simpler and better. Is there a but to that? Well, there is a bit of a but. It's 12, 25, 35, and 39%. And remember everybody, I know you look at those numbers, but we have a progressive tax system. So if you see this, look at this for individuals. You make up to $45,000, you pay 12%. The next 45 to 200,000 jumps to 25% and so on. So what's good about this is it is a simplification. But what you'll also notice is that that 39.6% rate that's still in there, that wasn't going to be in there, it's applied to much higher income. So yes, indeed, the middle class is likely to be helped by this but if you make a lot of money you're going to get helped by a lot more. What about doubling the standard deduction? Well what's interesting about doing that is that essentially if you make less than $24,000 you're not going to pay tax. So that seems really great and when you claim the standard deduction tax filing is far easier. Right now about 70% of filers claim the standard deduction. Under this new plan it looks like it's going to jump to 84%. So that's good, it's easier. But there's a caveat here. In doubling the standard deduction, the plan will also get rid of personal exemptions. That's what you claim, four grand for yourself, for your spouse, and for your kids. If you're a middle-class family and you've got a bunch of kids, this plan may not be so good for you. So it's a very strange plan because it's quite particular to each person's situation. So you're saying essentially because this plan would also increase the child tax credit. If I'm married and
6: I have kids, which I don't, but if I were, what would this mean for me?
1: Go get some kids. It goes from 1000 to $1,600, Vlad. Mom? Um, yeah. So, um, well, let's talk about that. This is going to be a family tax credit. So from $1,000 per child goes to 1600 That's very helpful. Also, it expands the income range by which you can qualify for that. You'll also get a $300 deduction If you are talking uh, taking care of it, and maybe an elderly relative. Again, this really is focused on your family, and by the way, where you live. It's extraordinarily important. yeah, I think some of, I think fair to say, some of the most controversial stuff will be the repealing of the state and local tax deductions and limiting of the home interest mortgage deduction, right? Oh right. So here's what goes on right now. If you itemize your taxes currently, you can deduct your state and local taxes against your federal return. Under the new plan, you can no longer do that, but you can actually deduct property taxes. That's capped at $10,000. So what's happening right now is the National Association of Home Builders, the National Association of Realtors is against this plan because they believe those deductions help the housing market. And again, the mortgage interest deduction, very important. If you have a mortgage, relax, you're grandfathered in. New mortgages. Interest is only deductible up to a $500,000 mortgage. This is very important. It looks like it's also going to apply to refis. Complicated plan. Very much depends on where you live. Got to go, but bottom line, who benefits most? Uh, The ultra-wealthy, and I mean the ultra-wealthy. All right, Jill, thank you very much. Well, House Speaker Paul Ryan...
5: Informative less is brought to you by the TGRS Radio Network Online Radio at its best. That was the crew from CBS this morning talking about the tax plan. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere.
2: Big night for Democrats, and nowhere was the victory sweeter than in the closely watched race for governor in Virginia. Democrat Ralph Northam decidedly defeating Ed Gillespie by nine points, 54 to 45. You see there, Northam ran on a clear message tying Gillespie to President Trump. Here's what he said in the concession.
5: All right, we're back three four seven eight five oh one two seventy eight five zero one two seven. 10. You're listening to the serious side of the J. J. R. Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the t j r s Radio Network online the radio at its best. It's the Weekend Review. We're talking about things that happened during the past week. We heard from the CBS This Morning crew about the uh, tax plan, which no one thinks is popular. Matter of fact, Mitch McConnell's come out and said, "Wait a minute, I think that uh, there will be a, an increase uh, for taxes for the middle class." I mean, so. I don't know if they, they're they drinking tr- truth serum or not, but it's just a horrible plan, and uh, Democrats are really rallying in against it. Now, Jerome, you mentioned in the last set about uh, the elections that happened this past week on Tuesday, and a lot of people looked at that as referendum on the president himself. Now, President Trump came out and said, well, the reason why Gillespie didn't win, uh, Jerome, is because he didn't embrace me and what I stood for. You didn't, you didn't accept me within your bosom, and so that's the reason why you lost. Jerome, is this any indicator of what's going to happen in 2016, in your opinion, sir?
6: Yeah, it, it, <laughs> the indicator of what was going to hap- what's going to happen in 2018 um, for the congressional race has been written on a wall. I mean, I think that's going to pretty that's going to pretty much hinder what their tax plan is going to be now because they know that you don't have enough time to recover. So they're trying to pass right. really bad tax legislation, and they have an election coming up next year. So a lot of those guys are even thinking about, I mean, I don't know how many people on the Republican side, I think 10, already said that they're mm-hmm. not running for re-election. Uh, so
5: yeah, it's 43.
6: Well, I know they're I'm, they're not well that retiring and
5: not, everybody. yeah okay, yeah. yeah, yeah.
6: Now they're still expecting more, though. I mean, I was just thinking of the recent folks, but oh, they, okay. they had a, okay. another list of about 10 more that were oh, talking okay, about yeah. they were going to be leaving or they were thinking about it. So you're going to watch Congress probably change hands pretty easily, where, you know— you know, we kind of thought that they would leave anyway. I mean, that Congress was going to change hands because in any normal presidential cycle, you know, the Congress does lose seats for whoever is running in office. We have a, a theory, I guess, in this country that when someone is in office, that Congress should be pushing back. So if they get things too easy for them when they're in office, they, the, the people who vote usually just votes opposite. For checks yeah. and balances so we're about to see how this is going to play out on the trump side or well, on the republican side being that they've been dysfunctional for the past like 10 years <laughs> so since they've been dysfunctional <laughs> in, as a governing Correct. party then we're about to Correct. see how this is going to play out but yeah the, um, there, it, it should be um, I guess I don't even know what the word is but I know when I watch news or watch something on TV Everyone's saying, oh, we're shocked about the Virginia race because everybody said it was going to be close. And I'm thinking they're they're saying that because, again, a part of their privilege is not being able to see climate, right? Besides what happened with Donald Trump and all of the allegations, he still won. Besides the Republicans being crazy, they still won. And what happened in Virginia is that more black folks came out. This is why voter ID and suppression stuff is big with Republicans. More black folks right. came out. The, um, and more women. Turned, or I shouldn't say turned, but more women voted Democrat. Women don't stay in right. one party like that, especially not liberal women. The only way that Republicans have been winning for uh, at least the last two decades is because it is liberal women who also kind of register Democrat more than, more than any other group, they are the ones that switch to Republican back to Democrat. Black people normally vote the same. White males vote the same. No matter what le- election, the percentages normally, say, are relatively the same, but the pure volume of people um, are Democrat, so they normally vote Democrat, so on presidential elections it's usually um, it usually always favors the Democrats So It's the you know, white female um, Liberal women That are um, pendulum swinging back Because you can't you, They're thought of them way too much <laughs> To say the least and that was a good way of. Football.
5: Yeah, but but you let the Republicans tell it. They they were like, well, you know, well, listen, it's a Democratic state, uh, well, you know, why are we concerned about that? Yeah, Democrats won where they were supposed to win. But I think it's a little bit more detailed, man. But we're not talking about only in Virginia. You mentioned Maine. Look at some of the special uh, special elections that were going on all across the country. The Democrats won, and so you know, Dr. Princess Odia, when you look at this, when you say to yourself, okay. A lot of the things that are going on in America, you know, America's going unchecked, right? You have a president that's ridiculous and stupid and don't know anything. You have a Congress who's kissing his tail because they want to get things done. If they do not pass this tax reform, does this spell the end for the Republican, for the modern Republican Party? Or it now is it replaced with the Bannon-Trump wing of the? Republican Party, because Steve Bannon, once again, I don't know why we even talk about this fool, because he doesn't mean anything to anybody. He's an idiot. But <laughs> if the Republicans can't get this done, what does it say? Is Do you think this will be the end of the you know traditional GOP as we know it?
3: Well, I would think that this is going to be something that's, that's going to hit home with a lot of people. Um, you you're talking about, well, you're talking about their money, you know, and it's going to affect them in a way that maybe um, the American people will finally, um, you know, together have a problem with it. And yeah, we can push the GOP out after this. I don't, I really don't think just after Trump, period, you know, they're going to want to, you know, I, I have to stop when I say that because I want to say. That because of Trump they wouldn't vote for the Republican Party, but I don't think anybody really sees Trump as anything. He's, I don't, I don't look at him as a Republican or Democrat. He's just, he's in the Republican Party and he ran for it, but I don't think that's just where he is. I don't look at him as a political person. He's just who he is. But something mm-hmm. like this is gonna hit, is gonna hit home with people, and I think they'll, they'll associate this very closely with a Republican issue and this is a Republican a decision of the Republican because the Repub- people always put um, and put the Republicans as being the ones who are wealthier the ones who have more and if you're poor then vote Democratic um, vote for the Democratic Party and and I've all and and I've always said that it's always like the poor side is supposed to be the Democratic side and the, the rich is supposed to be the Republican side so people didn't like that, anyway. But now that they're making some, making a, a tax decision um, like this, and this is, and once this is implemented, and it affects the people, they're going. It's going to cause them to move, I believe. And yeah, then they'll say we got to get rid of the republic. We have to vote on the democratic side because it's it's hurting all of us, and not just the poor people. It's going to be hurting the majority of people. So I yeah. believe it'll.
5: It'll cause people to make some different choices Yeah, I agree with you on that In southern Texas this past week 26 people were killed A week ago today Were killed in a small church as they prayed A long gunman went out And just started shooting and killing people And at the end of the day 25 people, 26 including the gunman himself uh, Was dead after it was all said and done Once again, here's a situation where Jerome, the president comes out and says, oh, you know, there's a time for grieving. We don't want to jump the gun too soon. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But guess yeah. what? When that situation happened with the terrorist situation, oh my god, he automatically started talking about closing borders and his Muslim yeah, yeah. ban. You know, it's just Thomas. hypocritical brother from all different age. Yeah, absolutely. Just ridiculous, yeah. man. Totally yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and
6: so it's, it's um, you know, I can't watch that stuff. I just don't I just didn't watch it you know even when as um, you know people wanted to come up with details and visuals and don't you feel some kind of way and and uh, um, I just kind of I'm kind of like thrown by it because it is way too easy for people to switch off one part of their brain and turn another one off when it looks like them it is way too easy you know like Like the guy shooting up people in Vegas They're like hey Let's not jump to conclusions Because he was a billionaire So Technically he was one of us And he didn't really have a grudge Against society so it must have been Something else So you know what I mean like they Uh. They wanted deep into like uh, What he ate for breakfast More than they even cared That everybody got killed You know And, and in it's kind of like, um, I forgot who who the country singer was who was performing when he was shooting, but...
5: Uh, I forgot his name, too, but it's because I'm not yeah, a country so a guy. Couple,
6: yeah, like a couple weeks ago, there was another shooting at a concert that he had. Somebody yep. got killed at, at a concert that he was at. That's right, and,
5: you're right about that.
6: And if they were black, they'd be like, what's going on at these country music concerts? Oh,
5: yeah. N.W.A. Gangster, yeah, you're right. Nobody said anything about it.
6: Exactly right. So, so we we're sitting here, and um, again, on the on my really, uh, it's not even a cynical look at it. It's just saying we have a sick society that we have. Um, we can vilify one group of people or one, uh, not even one class of people. But so we can right. vilify if they are not European. That's all, that's all that is. And I don't mean people from Europe. I mean just white folks, if you want to put it that way. Like, we do that. I'm not saying that other countries do that, but this country is the pro at that. We have no empathy when it comes down to um, poor folks, when it comes down to people of color, which is not mutually exclusive, when it comes to elderly when it comes to um, um, just handic- people handicapped, uh, women, that is, that is in the fabric of this country. And we, don't, we need to deal with it, right? We, we have a culture and a lifestyle that's built around all of those things, objectifying women. We have, we have a fabric of a society that's built around it. And we don't even know how to handle it because we act like it's not there. So, when someone gets killed like that, or when somebody walks into a church and kills folks, everyone's like, this is the biggest atrocity in U.S. history. Oh, I'm sorry. In modern U.S. history. Because white folks storming black towns and killing all the black folks in it, a couple hundred, that's different. This is modern. This is now. Right? We have to, we change focus because our emotions is based upon something happening to someone else. So... Technically, that, that abuse and all that stuff has been going on in those rural communities for eons. They've been hanging and lynching people in rural communities for eons. They need to deal with, with you know, their own little mental health issues. And, and just to paraphrase, the that, that whole thing about um, the GOP or the Democrats being for poor folks or looking out for poor folks and the Republicans, not it's the complete opposite, the Democrats, the Democrats' policies benefit poor people and disenfranchised people. But the Republicans don't give a rat about them either. Because if you think about it, all of the red states are our poorest states in the country. They're the poorest states in the country, and, it, and the Republicans are like, oh, this will help you pull up your bootstraps and get it done. Getting away from coal legislation and giving you no health care in West Virginia will help you out they don't give a rat about no poor folks and people who get sick. And you can go back to um, Herbert Hoover during the first um, or doing the first depression that as a Republican, that dude was just pretty much like we need to balance the budget. And they balanced the budget and put everybody in soup lines. They didn't give a rat. So we need to call it what it is. It's not an illusion of one side looking out for poor folks and the other side not. Um, Republicans don't give a rat about poor people They use poor people as a platform To get them to support them And what they usually use is race baiting um, To get them to say Hey, although I'm poor and I'm white They're getting an advantage So they use that to their mm-hmm. benefit
5: Yep you're right about that. Absolutely. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Reports came out this week that uh, Sergeant Le David Johnson, when he was found, his hands were bound behind his back. So it looks like he was found, captured, and executed. You know, to this day, Dr. Princess O'Dea, you know him from the White House, is uh, uh, publicly apologized to his widow. I mean, it's just a damn shame. And now, the more and more these reports come out, it looks like we have soldiers in places uh, where they didn't have enough forces to back them up. But once again, it looks like this young man was found uh, with his hands bound behind his back, and it looks like he was executed. What say you? Oh,
3: that's that's. First of all, that's sad. Second of all, it even um, makes what. The response was from our president. Even more, um, just it, it was already a concern and 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 just appalling. But it's even more appalling. It's like I, I and, and I I think I would ask him. Like I, I wish I could ask him. Like, what do you think now, sir? What do you have to say now? I mean, do you think it's at, gonna make a difference? Look at how though? this man. No, no, it wouldn't. And, and I'm just right. saying. I wish I could just ask him, just so that. You know, people could see that he has absolutely no care at all, nor concern for us, period, for people, for the people. He's he's only about himself, um, and he's not even about the American quote-unquote people. He's about himself. You know, so we have a president here who is it's just sad, and and uh, the condolences again to the family, because that is just just to know that that he was. He didn't just die. He 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 suffered and he died. And and this is just uh, it's, it's appalling. It's appalling that we have a leader that doesn't even care about that.
5: You know, Jerome. Uh, same question. Well, not really question, but uh, it was found that this guy was uh, he was found. Uh, you know, his hands bound behind his back. Looks like he was executed and once again. Kelly still. Hasn't come up. All right, came back and apologized to the congresswoman for lying on her and for some of his insensitive remarks. I mean, what what does it say about this White House and this guy who everyone thought was an honorable guy? He's a Marine. He's a guy that's going to really, you know, bring stability to the White House. but it looks like he's just a redneck like the rest of them. What say you?
6: Right. You didn't say he he apologized, did you? No, he didn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know. The um, War is ugly Right And yep. We have a, a tendency on our end To Do some horrible things to some horrible people to not shouldn't say to horrible people We have a tendency mm-hmm. to do things That is horrible in war And then mm-hmm. We're like um, we're, we're We have a tendency to end up Ignoring The, the um, the, um, I, I might have lost for words for this for some reason We have a, a tendency to ignore The brutality of war Right They left him out there by himself And then For 48 hours And then um, We really don't know why they, would, why they were there And we have this Superiority thing that we do By sending troops Into certain places And then saying, oh, they're going to look out for them. But when your family members, friends and family, are in combat, they're usually in pretty dangerous situations. And I'm saying all of that that way to say this. The U.S. needs to stop being war um, mongers, right? We need to stop making enemies all over the place by saying, you know what? Saddam doesn't like us, so we need to go take him. You know, North Korea, that dude's a madman. He's not a madman if you don't mess with him. He's taunting you. So we have to be bigger than him if we are bigger than them. But we have a tendency to want to have such an aggressive policy on going to war. Obama did stop that. And so even ramping that back up, you have people who are like, yeah, we need to go get him, and he was soft on, on war. Obama wasn't soft on Jack. But when you start sending your citizens out there like that, if we go to war with one more country, because we're not in, at war with no country now. We're fighting, um, um, you know, groups inside of countries, which means the countries are giving us permission to go in. If we actually go to war with a country, they're going to have to call back the draft. We don't have enough people. We're just sending them out because we're war we're mongers right now. So, this, his life could almost, like, make us conscious about the fact of how horrible it is to send people to war and to leave them out there by themselves, and then chalk it up as, oh, yeah, yeah, they know what they signed up for. Nobody signs up. People sign up to defend the country, they don't sign up to go there and push agendas in other people's countries. So... We need to kind of deal with it from that perspective, because I, the details of it, yeah, I've heard a little bit of it. I have not paid attention to it, but it's all tragic nonetheless. And we need to kind of rein in this this thought that we get to, you know, police the planet and tell everybody else how they should live their lives. And and again, it goes back to what happened in Libya, where President Obama was like, no, 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 and Hillary Clinton. Was pushing that And she said no Well we'll do it through the UN And you know Providing the firepower To cover through the UN Or our NATO partners So you killed um, Gaddafi And now Libya's a mess It wasn't a mess when Gaddafi was alive That was our propaganda from the 80's Of Reagan not liking What Libya And Libya was telling the US to bite me Because they have sweet crude oil In Libya we had an oil crisis, yep. made him the bad guy, and we were going after the oil. See, so we yep. justify stuff just for our own self-interest.
5: Absolutely. Top of the hour, 347 Our uh, official resident uh, texters back in the house, Johnny D, is back. Letting them fly to me, read a couple from, from Johnny D. And let me say this. I, I, once again, at the, top sh- at the top of the show, I announced that there, there would be no chatterbox when Mr. LES is not here, unfortunately. I cannot monitor chat room and social media. However, he has the moniker of official. Texture of the show. So his comments get read. Let me read one for you. He says that with all America's Hollywood elites now coming under attack and scrutiny, we have a man representing this country who advocates sexual assault, and he was elected afterwards. Absolutely, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two, and he did give us the name. It was Jason Jason Aldine Jerome. And uh, what what uh, Johnny's saying is uh, he had a concert, and there was a shooting at one of his concerts two years ago in North Carolina. Uh so but uh, according to Johnny he feels that the issue is he's not the issue but alcohol, drugs and people they are a toxic mix. It doesn't matter one last story.
6: It doesn't matter if he's an issue because if it happened at NWA concert, they'd have shut down that whole thing or a two live group (laughs) show.
5: Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You're absolutely correct about that. Last but certainly not least, all during the campaign, Donald Trump talked about how China was manipulating currency, how China was this, China was that. Dr. Prince O'Dea, when he was standing next to the man, standing next to the man in China, all of a sudden he had nothing but good things to say about the Chinese government. Is this guy a coward
3: or what? Yes, he's a coward, and he's manipulative.
5: Absolutely. He's definitely a a coward. This guy is a joke. You know, it's a joke. Big bad wolf, big bad Donald Trump. But when he's in the presence of this guy, of uh, of other world leaders, but as soon as he leaves China, he starts, you know, railing against them again. This guy is a clown. All right, coming up next, we'll continue to talk about the Week in Review how Trump all of a sudden is chummy chums. Not all of a sudden, but it's ridiculous what he's doing with Russia and everything else that's going on. The weekend Review continues right here on the serious side of the J. Riles Show. We'll be right back after this. Don't go nowhere right here on the TGRS Radio Network online radio at its best.
1: He said he didn't meddle. He said he didn't meddle. I asked him again. You can only ask him so many times. He said he didn't meddle. He absolutely didn't
2: meddle in the election. Now, the president goes on to say this. Uh, he said every time he sees
0: me, he says he didn't do that. And I believe him. I really believe him when he tells
5: me that, that he didn't meddle. Welcome back at 347 1272 3, 1, Welcome back into the serious side. J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS radio network. Let's say good morning to our palace. First up, let's say good morning to the very, 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 very lovely Dr. Princess Adi. Good morning, Doc. How are you?
3: I am just absolutely fabulous. Good morning,
5: everyone. Hey, good morning to the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome. I good didn't morning, meddle. sir. How are you? I didn't meddle. Good you?
0: I didn't uh, let him for uh, <laughs> uh, the rest of the
5: day. Uh, there you go. That's the man who brings it to you every Sunday on a need-to-know basis. And let's say good morning to uh, Mr. Elias. just landed in Las Vegas this morning. So while we're here working, these guys out here just having a good time in Las Vegas, he'll be here in Houston next week. So you'll definitely have him on the air here next week. But uh, what's up to Mr. Elias? If he can get in, he can. And what's up to Stiletto on the highways and Bodies of America? What's happening to Convenient Man? What's going on? Our uh, official Texan, Johnny D's in the house. Good morning to him. And there's a lot of people out there. A lot of folks listening in Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning Once again, 347-850-1272 I talked about it before the break You know, Donald Trump and this whole Russian connection You know, the bottom line is We already have two people that were indicted We have another person who confessed that he was guilty Now we have more people going to Capitol Hill Testifying uh, for uh, Robert uh, Mueller's uh, special prosecution Now I'm hearing Jeff Sessions will be Call back to Congress, Jerome What could possibly happen If Jeff Session Goes back to Congress to testify In front of both the, the House and Senate committees that's investigating This Russia thing, what do you think he's Going to say now? Because this will be the third Time he'll go back and change His story again I mean, mm-hmm. how is this guy not thrown In, in the jail for perjury? I, it just, <laughs> I mean he, he he's, Every time he opens His mouth, he lies yeah, I, what do you think's I, gonna I think is going to happen?
6: That, um, him going back to lie again is a whole nother story. How many times do I mean, go lie to Congress? <laughs> Congress yeah. is not going to send him to jail, but I think with that Mueller stuff, I think Mueller is holding out to bring charges to people who are actually in the administration, but I guarantee those are coming. I guarantee that. If, if Mike Flynn and um, his son and whomever already got, in, you know, if they're pushing indictments on them, that can't uh. be, that's like early. That can't be the top of their food chain. So I think Jeff Sessions are, is trying for this. Jeff Sessions and Mike Pence. And Donald, and, you think and Mike Pence Donald too? Pence yeah, Donald, Mike Pence lied. Oh, but, no? So what they, what they tried to do is they tried to say, oh, you know, the uh, Flynn told Pence some information that was incorrect. But Pence was sitting at All the right. table with, he didn't tell, he didn't tell Mike Pence Jack. So they tried to give Mike Pence cover by saying that, oh, we fired him because he told, Flynn told him something that he didn't know. But you got to remember, Flynn was there early. So Flynn was in the room with those guys, and he didn't tell him Jack. They were covering for him. So I'm interested to see that part of the, the movie play out. I'm one of those people who like to fast forward to the end and then I'll watch the beginning of the movie. <laughs> but the end is going to be Hey, I prefer it that way. So, show me show me the, the end game and then I'll go back and watch the details.
5: <laughs> wow. You know, so, you know, Dr. Prince is a Russia. This guy says that Putin Says that he believes Putin Now this is a guy That it's known that he's had reporters killed He's had his opposition killed They are embezzling money Starving the rest of the poor Russians over there And this guy believes President Putin Over his own intelligence agency Which by the way released a statement the other day Saying okay wait a minute We stand by our story Bottom line is is that we believe we know for a fact that the Russians interfered with the election. Why do you think this guy continues to do this
3: what <laughs> I mean I don't what 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 can what can I say Jay I mean, what do you mean why I mean we've already
0: what?
3: made our our assumptions on on who we're dealing with here. He's a character and and he's he he has no moral value. He's out for himself and for whatever um, it is, he accomplished whatever he wanted to accomplish. He manipulated the situation. He's manipulating everybody he deals with, it seems. So, I mean, what do you mean, why? I don't... It's because of Trump is who Trump is, you know? I mean, I mean, who's next? Why? Who's next? I mean,
0: who's,
3: I don't who's know. Next? <laughs> who, who's? But, well, who's next? Who do you
5: think's next? Okay, who do you think now? Listen, let's let's exclude Flynn because I think it's a done deal. I think that guy is going to jail for a very long time. I why? really but, truly but believe can that. Can I can
3: I ask you this though? Why would you think that he's going to jail? Can somebody put Trump in jail? I mean, you know what I mean?
5: Well, you got to work mean, your this, way up to the top.
3: I mean, look at this.
5: But check (laughs) this out now. But hold on now. But wait, wait, Joel, the story came out this past week that he he was offered, what, $15 million to to accommodate a kidnapping of a Turkish citizen? I mean, is this. I mean, you know, listen, I know last night I stayed up all night watching James Bond movies because I'm a James Bond buff, but I never thought in a million years, and I would hear something like this. They're talking about $15 million to accommodate or assist in the kidnapping of a Turkish citizen that's currently in Pennsylvania.
6: Yeah, he is going I mean, to you jail. can't make this stuff up. And, and uh, I can't remember the reporter that says this, but just like in all crimes, um, he's a general, and those guys ain't built for jail. So they're going to sing as much as they can because those are <laughs> solid charges. They got too much of a paper trail on those guys. So those solid charges. Plus his son. Some jail time, the amount of time is important, but he is going to roll on everybody before you let him and his son go to jail. See, I don't think so. going to go. Huh? I don't think he is. You don't think he is what?
5: I, I don't think he's going to roll. I, I don't think he's going to roll, Jerome. He's I, I, gonna for some, roll. some odd reason. You think Let so. me
6: tell you. He is going to roll. Okay. When you start talking about, like, um, 30, 40 years in jail, that dude lives yes. too comfortably. So he would prefer to have, like, the halfway house, house arrest stuff. It's just like Manafort. You know what I mean? Manafort, those guys are not going to do any time. And the only way they can not do time is for them not to have them drop the hammer on them. That's why it was strategic. Like, what... The prosecutor did, what Mueller did, is he worked yep. in, in conjunction a little bit with New York State's um, um, Steinerman in the building right. of a case. So if Donald Trump pardons them, he's probably threatening them. You know New York State's going to bring charges against you. They're going to jail. So the influence that he may have on New York State pressing charges, which you can have state charges separately, the chance yeah. of them... Not getting New York State charges are slim, even if he does not process uh, prosecute. So if Donald Trump is saying he's going to get pardoned, New York State already has the—they um, didn't do the grand jury to New York, New York State. But since those are banking laws that he broke, New York State, where the financial capital is, New York State's going to be able to press charges. So— I don't care what anybody says when they say uh, Donald Trump's just going to let them off, they're going to figure out a way out. I don't think that's going to happen in New York State. I think New York State doesn't. Schneiderman is not going to care. And you have to remember how many people got arrested during Watergate. Wasn't it like 74 or so? Like, you're going to see at least 30. So the next person I suspect is Hope Hicks, right? So she has a position in administration, so they're not going at her oh. completely, but she pretty much was this. Donald Trump's assistant for who knows how long. And if you know what happened... Isn't his bodyguard
5: already already giving up the juice?
6: Well, he testified to Congress that...
5: Okay.
6: You know, when that dossier came out, it said that he had some Russian hookers in his room. Right. And he testified that he was approached to have five Russian women sent to his hotel room, not Trump's, to his... And he turned okay. them down. And then he stayed out in front of, you know, guarding Donald Trump's door for a while, and then he left after an undisclosed amount of time. Now, that sounds to me like the hooker said they was coming at 10, and he left at 8.30. <laughs> but that's what it sounds like to me. So there are some holes in his story. Not uh, holes. there's holes in his story. Oh, uh,
5: no pun intended, right? I got it. <laughs> hey, I know.
6: I, you know, I don't announce it sometimes. But... The, the issue is that that guy is he provided some um, some gaps in his story that kind of make yeah. that dossier almost come true don't listen to what he say said listen to what he didn't say so we right. don't know when Mueller gets in there and starts putting the pieces together that he's going they're gonna they're gonna verify that they verified the majority a good portion of that dossier anyway the Republicans right. want to know who got it and who paid for it, like that's important. If I robbed a bank, mm-hmm. or I shouldn't use myself as hypothetical, but if somebody robbed a bank and and um and they said, who gave them the security footage, is that really important to who robbed the bank right? You know which one of y'all told on me? It's more important than who told no, it's important to know who robbed the bank, so right. Technically, they're trying to sidetrack everybody, but I think its i, I think they're gonna. And, and I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted because you know he's overseas now, and everybody's away <laughs> from is. the Mueller stuff. And I think I, it's brilliant. It gives him enough time to operate without the leaking of stories, because those leaks aren't coming from uh, from Mueller. So I think they're barreling down like now, because the pressure's off of them. To watch what they're saying and who they're visiting because people are, the majority of media is following um, Trump cut deals with, you know, the Philippines and all of them fools right now for his hotels. You know, he got hotels there. And so we're watching him do things that says that he's benefiting from his presidency monetarily. Congress is not going to put that Monuments Clause out there. But when that Congress turns over, the hearings will begin but he's just, he's just adding like another hammer, um another nail to his coffin. Cuz he's arrogant cuz the republicans are there.
5: Uh, <laughs> you know, it's interesting when you think about, you know, where we going, where Mueller's going with this evaluate, with this investigation and how he is meticulously putting together a case. You know, I thought, to be perfectly honest with you, Dr. Princess O'Dea, that it would take a lot longer than it, than it, had, than it, uh, than it did, or it has. So I thought we would be a year out from, well, I guess we were about a year out, huh, uh, uh, from when, when some of the charges and stuff came down. So I guess I was right. I, we were right there in that ball frame. But it's just, it's a blur because, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that this guy was elected almost a year ago. Over a year ago,
0: um,
5: and that he's coming up on 12 months in the White House. I mean, it's been a roller derby of nonsense ever since he's been in there. Every day has been a new adventure, a new situation. You know, and so now reports has it that he is not happy with his son-in-law Kushner. And so, you know, I don't know, Doctor Princess Odia. Do you think his son-in-law, son-in-law, will uh, will snap? Will uh, will turn on him?
3: I don't know. I don't know if he will or if he won't. I don't know. It doesn't seem like um, the things that we expect that people he's would to his, respond to married
5: How? to his daughter. Yeah. I mean would you turn um, would you turn on your father in law if he was the president of the United States?
3: No. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't I think I don't know. I, I, I mean to me Nine times out of ten He's not going to turn Because he You know Not as he's trying to leave His his, um, his wife And um, It's not even about Trump at this point It's about his well, wife Well let
5: me ask you this question Let me ask you this question Let me ask you this question Would you go to jail For your dear friend Would you go to jail For your, your uh, father-in-law Or your mother-in-law Would you go to jail For anybody
3: Okay you're, So you're asking me But yeah, I'm, I'm the same you. person Okay, well, well, if I didn't do anything, of course not. And if and and, and if okay. I had information withheld, that that needs to be told, I'm not gonna go down for you, not not like that. No, I wouldn't. And I would and I would think that my spouse would be in support of that. You know what I'm saying? But in, when you're dealing with Trump and and his son-in-law has already been a part of the family. He's he's coming from the inside. I just don't think, I mean I don't think he I I just don't I just don't know. I I I don't believe that his daughter will turn against him and I believe as long as he's with his wife, he'll be he'll do whatever he needs to do. I mean, it seems it seems to be Trump seems to be good at brainwashing people. It seems to me. You know, he's manipulative. And people from the inside seem to have a different view of him. So maybe, I mean, people from the inside seem to think he's sweet and loving and not prejudiced, and we all have it wrong. So maybe he feels the same way. And and when people feel that somebody is being attacked, because the the people that are close to him seem to feel that, that people who are against him are all attacking him. So when people come from that perspective, who knows what he'll do. Who knows Where his loyalty
0: lies
5: There there you go I was just about Go ahead The floor is yours oh, you right, right, I don't no, have no, to no, ask I'll you let,
6: that question I'll let you paraphrase it For the audience Go ahead my bad.
5: <laughs> no, That's I'm saying, good. would you go to jail? There's <laughs> a couple of questions in there. Would you go to jail for somebody? I mean, do you think that, that, that Kushner's going to turn on him and go? I, I, I say, you know what? He's my father-in-law. I am going to jail for my father-in-law. Would you go to jail for somebody?
6: Um, okay, I'm going to decline on a personal one because there's why. It's like asking somebody <laughs> would they die for somebody. Of course we all would. I mean... You're saying we would, die.
5: You, saying we would die
6: for somebody? It's crazy. It's beyond the pale. There is somebody oh. you would die for your mother like or your kids. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. always somebody who you, like, you're never in an emergency situation going to say, Hey, somebody's hanging off that cliff, so he's out. <laughs> like, we don't really do that. I can't see myself <laughs> just, it just, but, I mean, I know people do that. So I can't I can't even do hypotheticals like that. But I can tell you this: that rich folks like Donald Trump has turned on Donald Trump Jr. before. Dirk Kushner turned on his brother, and I think his father turned somebody in. in his family. Well, I thought he
5: was too young. I thought his I thought Christie sent his father to jail, right? Chris Christie.
6: Maybe he prosecuted him because he worked for the U.S. Attorney's Office. But yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, he sent him to jail
6: While he was in jail, Kirsten's father Turned in his family and he Oh, still really? In jail. See, I didn't know that Yeah, they rolled on each other That's why wow. his, the dynamic is playing Saying that Kirsten's gonna roll on somebody Like his father did Right? Wow. Donald Trump Remember Donald Trump Jr. did not talk to Donald Trump for years He wasn't even raised by Donald Trump He didn't talk to him for until he was like Probably dang near thirty. Like he just did not have any relationship with him. So no, don't believe don't don't believe that rich people don't go to jail like that. Ain't that ain't no heroic thing. Matter of fact, they ain't going to war, so they won't take no bullets from nobody either. <laughs> so no, when you say that, <laughs> it makes me laugh because I'm like those dudes aren't those dudes don't have the stature for that. You can anybody can play tough, but he been talking about loyalty in the White House. They ain't that loyal to him because ain't nobody going to go to jail for Donald Trump. That's why when the White House spokesman, what's his name, um, Sean Spicer, Sean Spice. when he left, he was cracking jokes about Donald Trump. Donald Trump thought it was inappropriate because he, la- he was trying to get back in with everybody else. He's like, so people are giving him excuses. Well, you have to do what you have to do because he's the boss, and so you do. And they, they're going to do that. Everybody's going to roll on that fool. So I would not, there, there is no no um, regal bones in their body about them. their stature. There is nothing honorable about how they have gone about their life, the point that they bankrupt people, steal folks' money, bankrupt contractors. There, there is nothing, that's rolling on people. So it's a den of thieves. So even when you look at Wilbur Ross, and all the stuff that's coming about him, like, those guys really are going to have to roll on each other because prosecuting international, like, money laundering stuff, he right. can't pardon for. And they are not going to go to jail. They're too old. It's like, I'm going to do my five years, and I'm be out. <laughs> they doing all that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, I'm good <laughs> that's, that's funny Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Our official uh, text of the show Johnny D chimes in He says look Mike Pence has aspirations in 2020 And his appointment of his longtime Chief of Staff Nick Ayers Has been installed to protect his interests A recent interview suggests Pence can't believe the things This administration is doing It is my opinion Pence along with Ryan Wants this administration Oh boy look at that And uh, wants this Okay, here it is In my opinion, Pence, along with Ryan Wants this administration to implode That we have more to gain than anyone else That's interesting, because I'm thinking that Pence needs to go down, too Because he's a liar You know, and we talked about this before on the show You think about Pence Pence is more dangerous than Trump If you ask me I would not want that guy in the White House I mean, this whole administration stinks to high heaven and, and I just hope that they just get bum-rushed in 2018 and that they, they get kicked out of office. He also chimes in and says, uh, if you rec- says, Jay, if you recall, Jared Kushner's father went to federal prison, and he was the recipient of being the heir. I don't think Trump will. The most will be his daughter and Kushner be imprisoned after he is eventually impeached. Who Stands the Game? Interesting comment there, Johnny D. Thank you, as always, for checking in. You know, this past week, you mentioned this earlier, Jerome, I want to make sure that uh, I uh, acknowledge this. Yesterday was Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day to all those who served and sacrificed for this great nation of ours. And you know, the thing is that the biggest blowhards on the, on, the, on the Republican side are, are draft dodgers. Think about it. You know, you you you, you think about uh, Rush Limbaugh, fat, sorry self, sits in front of his gold mic and talks about how great America is. But then, when it was time for him to volunteer, he came up with an excuse as to why, right? And then, you know, of course, the president himself. Oh, I got shin splints and all this other nonsense. These people are hypocrites, Mm -hmm. man. Look at Ted Nugent. He's another one. Great American, yeah. He he ran from the from the draft too. All of them are a bunch of punks. And they sit here, you know, it's easy for you to sit back and play war when you're playing war with someone else's sons and daughters. Because, you, you know, mm-hmm. your kids won't end up there. It's just, it's a hypocrisy at the highest level. And I'm going to tell you something, man. This guy as president is a joke. The United States of America, you should be ashamed of yourself for electing this fool to the White House. Let me get final comments on this. Uh, Dr. Princeton, let me get your final thoughts on today's Week in Review show. Okay, she's not here. About I'm so you, No,
3: no, 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 no. Drone. I'm here. Hey, please, I was just trying please, to uh, unmute myself. <laughs>
5: okay. Well, this is what I'm going to say.
3: Yeah. This is what I'm mm-hmm. going to say. I, I was even, and this thought crossed my mind. I wonder do people get tired of us talking about Trump and do they realize that that is really the state of America today? It's like, <laughs> because. But for the past year, and and, and just like you said, it's it, it's unbelievable that it's all, we're embarking upon a year of this, um, even more, but a year that he's been in office. And our conversations, I mean, there's been nothing good, sad. It's been um, pretty sad the way um, <laughs> the news has been. And we represent the news, and we bring them the news. But unfortunately, this is the news. <laughs> so I'm just wow. Well, you know?
5: uh, that's uh, I don't know how I don't know what to say after that. I'll just say thank you so much for your comments. <laughs> and <laughs> to answer your question, our numbers have gone. You know, we're, we're we're like MSNBC. I think what's happening is is that people want to tune in for the truth. When you tune in to Fox and News and exactly. everything, it they, they talk about everything with the exception of what's happening with Trump. They try to ignore it. And so, you know, I think for us. Uh, people want to get the, the the lowdown. and I think this becomes and, and, more and, of a therapy session for people
3: and exactly. And you know what? it's it's real people talking about real issues. but just like I said, yes, ordinary people my mind. Talk about
5: ordinary things,
3: yeah. ordinary things and 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 unfortunately, this is the ordinary thing of today of America. This is where we are, and that's all I'm yeah. saying. I mean the topics are the topics are great the show is always is just amazing and on point um but it's just it, it, in addition to that it is unfortunate that this is our news I mean we it, it it is unfortunate
5: and it's going to be this way for the next 3 years until this fool is thrown out of office because no, we cannot let him let's get not away say that. No, yes, we can. Yes, we can say that. We we're going to continue. Oh, you're saying three out. years. Okay. I'm with you no, on that. Okay. So no, for the please. next three months, three months, three <laughs> All weeks, right. sorry, for the next three weeks, we're going to continue to talk about this idiot until he's thrown out of office. Jerome, let me give you the last word on today's yeah, show. You
6: know, um, one of the things that we, you know, in, in speaking about the fact that we talk about this so much, it is important that we talk about it. It's not for the sake of repeating the same things that we're, we've said in the past, but it is important that people who are, you know, to those who are listening, they don't hear news every day. And right. so when you get a chance on a Sunday morning to hear something that you should know, that you didn't get a chance to hear during the week, that's always a good thing. So I'm always yep. appreciative of it. And although, you know, it may seem like somebody's getting tired of Trump news, nobody's ever, in seven, eight years, got tired of hearing birther stuff out of a doggone president who was born (laughs) in this country. Preach! Preach! You know, so if somebody ever says, or writes, or or comments that we are obsessing about Trump, Trump is breaking the law.
5: He's not lying. If we were
6: talking about something privileged, like something that happened when, um, that he did, like, that he had for lunch. I mean, Fox News dedicated like a whole day on different shows talking about President Obama in a tan suit.
5: Oh yeah, I remember it? that. You remember that nonsense? That he yeah. he's you know, he's disrespecting the heart, you know, yeah. Preach, hey, girl. Preach.
6: Right, and so we we need to understand that and not get tired of calling out truth because it hides in plain sight and it seems like it wears on you sometimes but it, will, it really will set you free. You need to see this place for what it is and not be deceived by what people want you to do. It's like when I hear people say, hey, I know they're boycotting in the NFL, but I'm going to watch the game anyway. That's my team. Just remember, sports are created to be a distraction for you anyway. Right. You don't know what's going on in your lives that you're saying, hey, I need to be entertained, send in the clowns. But the actual clowns who are healing and and
1: um, some of your kids
6: chint- those guys are actually creating the distraction for you. So we need to be aware and, and I'm appreciative to um, to everybody who's listening to the show because it kind of you know motivates me to just kind of be honest and to make sure that truth um, sits wherever I am. So, you know, I wanna I can, I can thank them for for that. You yeah you're right
5: different. about that yeah, yeah you know, uh, in right. the bottom and the bottom line is uh uh we, you're right, Jerome. I mean I second everything you just said i mean we we cannot let this guy get away with none of this nonsense, and for too long, we've had too many different uh uh, uh too many different uh, uh conservative talk people out there saying what they want to say. The thing that people talk about with our show is that we preach the truth and they love it. And the fact that we don't hold any bars, they can get it raw, they can get it the way that they would hear it in a restaurant or at a barbershop. Uh, It's just uh, we're doing it on the air. So bottom line is that I'm happy that we continue to provide that as a service. And we're going to continue to do it because, you know, we just cannot let this guy go without being challenged. It's just not going to happen on our watch. All right, Johnny D. writes... Mike Pence is a staunch Republican, and the base of the party will support him as a potential candidate due to his mainstream politics. The last Republican, as told by the Bush family, historically he has been steady for his party, and they will have to use him to reestablish their base in the future. All right, we'll be right back after this. Don't go nowhere, folks.
2: On a need-to-know basis with Jerome Esprit is coming up next here on The Serious Side of the J-Roll Show.
1: on a
6: Side representatives from the U.N., NATO, America, or the U.S., I guess, and Russia. Um, they're all at the Vatican as he attempts to de-escalate global nuclear tensions. The Pope has to step in. That's how crazy we're getting that the Pope's like, look, we need to talk to the U.S., too. He had he better pray for Donald Trump, is what the Pope needs to do. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, now... Okay, in bad news for the Vatican There's another bombshell book That claims that Vatican priests Had sex uh, With children While the Pope had Multi-millions of dollars in accounts Kind of offshore accounts Now they said the Original sins is what the book is uh, Original sins Alleges a host of Catholic sins Including gay sex In the Vatican's Youth Seminary and the book also reproduces documents from the Vatican scandal's um, marred Bank, the Vatican Bank. And so multi-million dollar accounts in the names of Pope Pope Paul IV um, and John Paul II and their private secretaries. So anyway, this is going to be um, a bad book. So the book also dives into the 1983 disappearance of um, a 15-year-old daughter of a Vatican employee. So, I don't know how this is gonna play out, but along with Donna Brazil's book, I think everybody's getting unglued with reading these days. <laughs> hey, we should we should see some uh um, we should see some um, changes in your local library. All right, now you have just <laughs> will let Stan uh well we'll stand without comment on the two thousand sixteen Appeals Court verdict reinstating the um award of Apple which sued Samsung over its patent to slide and unlock on a smartphone. That was an Apple patent that Samsung is using, but Samsung does not want to pay. But the appeals court said um, you still have to pay. They got it reduced, but they still don't want to pay the hundreds of millions of dollars that they have to pay. Now, air air pollution is linked to weaker bone fracture, bones and fractures and increased early death, according to a new study that it can cause osteoporosis, and the um, study found that areas with high level of pollution saw more people hospitalized hospitalized with fractures. That's according to Columbia University's research. All right. Now, also, baby boomers hit the bottle, according to another study that just came out. Alcohol death among people over 55 soared to 50% since. 2001. Now, the rate of alcohol-related deaths amongst people over 60 has increased dramatically for both sectors also in, since 2001, despite the levels of overall population remaining, steadily, um, uh, remaining fairly steady. So, baby boomers are um, having a few more drinks. And I think the younger people are doing something <laughs> else, but we, we it, know the opioid...
5: Right. Are those numbers since January twentieth, twenty seventeen, or no?
6: <laughs> I think those numbers haven't come in yet. So technically, we gotta have uh, those numbers be a little higher than we thought they were. Um, now, this this may be me, but I'm I'm with this particular study. But it said listening to too much Christmas Christmas music is bad for your health. <laughs> they said the study shows that holiday music on constant replay can be mentally draining for employees that work at stores that play music all day. Um, the study show that oh, I can music- see that. Yeah, they say that shoppers in the spending mood, but the employees you know it's like it's like I'm listening to the small world all day. And being at Disney. You're like, I gotta go home. You know, it's fun for the kids. But if you work there listening to that chorus over and over again, I guess it gets on your nerves. Ah. A a private school in Florida Is now selling bulletproof Panels for um, uh, For parents To put in their Backpacks So parents can order this Protection for their um, children To protect them from Mass shootings is what they're saying Backpack Bulletproof Bulletproof what? Bulletproof panels Panels. You can stick a, a A panel into your backpack, just like a cardboard panel. In that, if shooting, you can just turn your your backpack around to the front, and it's bulletproof. They're about to make a bunch of paranoid little kids. That's all I want to say. (laughs) Because they're about to take everybody's childhood away. Oh, did you did you follow it? No, I'm with you on that. Oh, okay, okay. I I didn't know if you, you if you knew what I was talking about with the panel. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. President, yeah. President Barack Obama, because we still need us. We we still need to know that we actually have a president in the country. President Barack Obama appeared uh, for jury duty on Wednesday, but he was dismissed at, without being called to serve. And I don't know if you saw any of the videos of President Obama there, but.
5: You I know, did, I did him. He was cool, cool man Cool yeah. dude, that dude is cool man
6: Yeah, even, you know, him walking around saying Hey everybody, hey, I can't sign nothing But hey, then signing somebody's book and said Well, if you buy my book, I guess I have to sign it That kind of thing Just having somebody human is a whole other game. So, you know, President Obama made his presence felt again in this country That every now and then you need to step up And, you know, I, I want to say this even about what happened in Virginia With the With the um, race President Obama and Eric Holder Put together through the Obama Foundation A coalition that's working Grassroots wise To try to take back some of the state houses And so you're going to see That even the young people's enthusiasm In getting into voting When Obama was running Is going to pretty much come back And um, so they have a goal And they're working So Democratic party stop crying that Obama's not there because Obama's still influencing millions of people. So if I was them, I would be running after President Obama trying to get him on my team. That's if I was a Democrat, I would have to do that.
5: Absolutely. Now,
6: yeah. Now now in in um you know government news I guess, you know, December we have a possible government shutdown in early December. So since the divided Congress, now this is a new report that came out this week with all of the other news. Congress cannot decide on the Republican side spending for military. They can't um, figure out what to do with regular budgetary issues, and they said they are just as far apart as they were in September. So not only are they trying to do taxes, they have to do government um, regular spending. We're still running off of Obama's budget, and it's only been um, delayed until, or they extended it until early December. So the estimates are that um, most of the people are watching it is focusing on, you know, overhauling the tax codes. But lawmakers face this combustible mix of must-do and could-do items. So the government spending bill is set to expire December 8th, and um, the Democrats retain a considerable amount of power in this because they won't get the Republicans to be able to vote on the budget, all of them, to agree on the budget. So they have to negotiate with the Democrats to do this. It's going to be interesting, but, you know, debt ceiling, all of this stuff, December could be a bad month when it comes to governing um, because they haven't done anything, so we talk about a lot of things, but they have not done anything on the federal side. All right, on federal government. Now, um, as we said earlier, Democrats in Virginia posted to the biggest gubernatorial victory in decades. Um, New Jersey seized the governorship. Um, Democrats did winning numerous legislative seats. I think Virginia elected Virginia elected its first transgender woman. Um, to the U.S. state legislature To Virginia state legislature And they, did. they also Yeah, they also hired um, A black lieutenant governor Who won by 52% Over the 47% of the Republicans And um, so This week's past election season Was um, It wasn't a shot fire and, and by the way, I want to go back early in the news That don't look at this as a wave, as a referendum on Donald Trump or the Republican Party being broken. President Obama broke the Republican Party in 2009. <laughs> like this is just more fallout. It didn't just start that since Donald Trump is there. The Republican Party is broken. Obama broke them a long time ago. They just haven't gotten any footing since.
5: You're
6: so, here. Huh? What did you say? Jeff?
5: No, I said, I said, here, here.
6: Yeah, there you go. Now, as, as a part of a book tour, you know, President Obama sat down with Oprah, uh, and they had some clips from his interview, and he said, I have a regret that I'm not president. And he spoke to Oprah kind of candidly, and he said, because he thinks there's so much opportunity, I think America is so um, incredibly well positioned. But what he did not say, I mean, or what he said later on in the week is more important. And he's going to be on Good Morning America, I think, on Monday. President Obama will be? No, no, no. This is uh, Vice President Biden. Oh, okay. So, you know, Donna Brazile came out with her book, and she said how you know Hillary Clinton campaign, um, they bailed out the DNC, paid them like $3 million a month to float them. And at the same time, they hindered the DNC. They pretty much had the DNC on lock. But they had it on lock when Obama was there. So um, President, Vice President Biden said that he wished he would have ran, but it would have been too hard on his family. So the problem with this is that Hillary Clinton's campaign is so nasty that you know that Joe Biden's son had an affair with his sister-in-law, you know, after the other one died. I won't go into the details, I don't know the details. But anyway, they had some scandal inside of their house during that time, and Joe Biden wasn't afraid of running. He did not want his family, because his son died, he didn't want the scandal inside of his house. And I think he's starting to talk about that a little bit more. So as you want inside of why um, Vice President Biden didn't run, it's because the Clintons are really nasty. They're the ones who started the, you know, palling around with terrorists and... Birth or stuff. That was the Clintons doing that to Obama. So Joe Biden did not want that on his family while they were mourning.
5: But do you honestly that think that they would have? Do you honestly think they would have come out to Joe Biden like this after they all served in the same You're administration? I, that's okay, not a question I'm just serious. Just, just, is I, is Are you kidding me? Okay. The Clintons? I'm serious.
6: Yeah, yeah. They're the ones who were saying um, Obama wasn't black enough. That was the Clintons.
5: Biden kind of said it too, though. Huh? Biden kind of said that too. Remember his comment about all he's articulate and he speaks well? And a lot of people was like, oh, really? What the hell does that mean, Joe Biden? Right. Remember that comment?
6: But, but, so Biden is also, you know, really good friends with, um, you know, I'm not going to say that he has a black friend because that's cliche. But what I will say is that when Joe Lieberman said something, and, and Joe Biden was actually running for president at the time, when he said something about president, um, um, Senator Obama at the time, Joe Biden's the guy who said, I will see him in the uh, Senate um, workout room. And all he did, and, and Lieberman said something kind of racist about Obama. And Joe Biden, who was not on the ticket... I said I will see him later when he found out what Joe Lieberman said. So Joe Biden, oh yeah, that's I wouldn't is
5: buddy
6: now. Get, No, no, that's no! Is this no, is before. I know, I know, I know. Because you know, I remember saying then when I saw that live, I said Obama needs to pick him for vice president. That's his vice president right there. You need somebody who's going to fight. And just because it was so blatantly racist, Joe Biden said I'll see him later. And they kept saying, what do you mean by that? And he said, I'll see him later. Exactly what I said. I'm just guessing. All right. So, <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. Now, I don't know if you know about the story with AT&T and DirecTV and their merger yes, plans. Yes, with the, Okay, yes. so the Trump folks are telling AT&T they have to sell CNN to get their merger. Right. Movie. AT&T right, and that we're wasn't we're a part even, Of the
5: original deal Huh And and I'm saying That wasn't a part Of the original deal
6: That's not a part Of the deal at all Right It's not even gonna It's not even gonna Affect their deal In a regulatory way Right So the merger Doesn't give them A monopoly In the same area It just expands Their platform To be digital And television And something else Like it Just expands Their, their deal So the regulatory Is not the issue this story makes it relevant Rupert Murdoch Telephoned AT&T Chief Randall Stevenson Twice in the last six months To buy CNN You want to know Mueller got something on Donald Trump The Trump administration Is trying to make themselves CNN Because Rupert Murdoch wants to buy CNN Fox wants to buy CNN
5: Okay, that's uh... Intriguing right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, y'all. I hate to lay it on you. I hate to lay it on you like this, man. But, you know, people that's listening out and about, they want to hear the end of the show. So, this is our like, last story, dog. I hate to do it. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have given uh, you more of a moment.
6: So, really really quickly, I just want to say that, um, you know, Marvel has released eight new uh, Black Panther um, posters with, you know, chat with Boseman and, um, you know, I. I Gosh, I can't even remember her name. Angela Bassett and all those guys who are in there. You have to check out that show, um, when it comes out. But Black Panther looks like it's gonna be a really good movie. See,
5: I left it on the five right, okay. note. Now that's coming yeah, that's the one he's the guy that uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're right, man. It looks like it will be. He's a yeah, I I'm I'm a big uh I'm a big Marvel uh Movie yeah, big fan, man. I love Marvel comics anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, I, I like they what did they're doing a great job
6: even in shooting it from the look of how they did the posters and the trailers. It yeah. is going to be a fabulous show. So you know that's
5: I cool. Can't wait. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, my man. Appreciate you leaving us on a positive note. And on that note. All right, folks, we're 60 seconds out from shutting this show down, so I'll ask for final thoughts real quick. Dr. your real quick, 10 seconds, final thoughts. Thank you, Dr. Percel, that's the quickest you ever spoke. Yeah. Jerome, man, and final
6: thoughts. That <laughs> All right, so my final thought was, since I didn't give you the sensational news, I'll just give you this <laughs> I will give you one for my 10 seconds. You know, um, Nicki Minaj, well, no, we won't even do that We'll have to talk about that later Alcohol for men Is ca- seen to be um, Causing men to be a little less um, Potent So watch the alcohol consumption And that's it Your turn, Jay <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say behind that All
4: I have
5: to say is Jerome If it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff What time is it, my friend? <laughs> hey, it's time for the
4: side uh, Of the J. Rouse show Oh my God. Folks, enjoy your weekend. Thanks to all the veterans out there. And remember,
5: if it is Sunday, we're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side. God bless.
4: We'll see you next week, Miss Elliot.
5: Hope you lose all your money.
4: We'll be back next week. Have a great work week, folks.
0: God bless see you. Yes. <laughs> Michael, Michael.
1: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.